Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd first like you to go over and check out other podcasts, High School Hoops, the five-minute basketball coaching podcast, uh, Funneled on Defense. Just finish this one first and then uh, pull the car over or stop your run and go over and check the other ones out, download all of them, um, But uh, and leave a five-star review. We love that. Uh, but we would like to give a shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um they, we don't, I, I believe in this. I believe I don't have a lot of sponsors um, that I talk about, and Dr. Dish is one of them. I believe in this machine. It is great. It has helped our team. Um, you mentioned Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $400 off. That's all. That, that's probably the best compliment I can give is a lot of people approach me about, uh, about being me talking about them and being sponsors on here. And Dr. Dish, I believe in them so, so much that. Um, that's why I do it. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is what I would have wanted as a young 25 year old coach. Um, I would have wanted all of these resources and, uh, you know, maybe it would have helped me, uh, win a few more state titles. I don't know. Um, but from someone that's been a nationally ranked coach, um, and had nationally ranked teams and won that numerous state titles. Um, this thing is everything you need to take your team to the next level. Um, we offer a 14 day free trial because we believe in it so much. Go over and check it out and let's head off the podcast. This week, we're going to talk to coach Gibbons about coaching a small town, building a program, all those kind of things. Introduce yourself. Tell me where you're from, what your coach and, uh, we'll go from there. Uh, name is uh, Joe Gibbons. Um, I am from Scranton, Pennsylvania, so northeast part of Pennsylvania. Um, I now coach at a uh, a local. Well, I guess it's not it's not that local. It's about twenty five minutes north of Scranton. 
Um, it's a small rural school district, Mountain View High School, um, and entering my third year there now. But uh, before that, I was I coached at uh, a local college, uh, Penn State campus. It was Penn State Scranton. Um, so I was there for about four years okay. uh, as an assistant. Um, you didn't happen to work at Dunder Mifflin. I'm sure you've heard Dunder Mifflin. No, no. Oh, my God. We God. love the, the Memorial Dunder. Basketball Program loves the office. So um, Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I get that right. a lot whenever. Yeah. I'm sure you do. All right. So, um, <laughs> all right. So you went from a, a, an assistant to a head. How was that transition? Um, it was, I thought I was prepared. I thought I was ready. I thought I had everything squared away. And obviously that's never, that's never the case uh, when you make that jump. Um, but it was pretty smooth. I think the, the school district I went to, they had a string of, of coaches who uh, weren't overly committed, I guess to say. Right. And uh, if I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to go all in so right. they kind of embraced me a lot and uh i have a great administration a very supportive great group of parents um from all the kids and stuff like that so so that made it easy but that's good um i tell people yeah, it's a big I move guess, from this I, I tell people it's a really big move from that one one seat to the left it's a really big oh move. yeah the biggest thing i i guess was and now all those all those problems and issues where I can say, Oh, you're gonna have to bring that to the head coach now come to me and it's right. like, Oh man, now I gotta <laughs> I gotta deal with this. I tell I tell people the best job the best job might be a varsity a vars a high school varsity assistant coach might be the best job and <laughs> right. headaches. But you get to be the you get to coach the kids and you don't have any of the headaches and it's like your job's yeah. really not count I mean you're a high school assistant coach. You're probably not gonna get fired because they're happy to have you. It's not like being a D one assistant if he gets you so it's I think it's one of the best gigs in the world. But anyway, um, all right. So so what's your questions for me as far as uh, the program questions, X's and whatever? Okay. Um, I guess the, the the first thing I wanted to kind of start with was like I said, I'm at a, a, a rural school district, so I mean, kids live up to a half hour away from the school, and so I do my best to get them in the gym at least twice a week over the summer uh, for about an hour and a half. All last summer, I did just entirely skill work, um, like individual fundamental stuff, offense, defense. I mean, you name it, and numbers weren't great i had like five or six kids um but the five or six that were there were committed they were always there i didn't get a great um i didn't get the results i thought i would have gotten from doing that okay so um, so explain to me the rules in scratch in in pennsylvania first of all for what you can do in the summer so it, it's it's pretty broad the way it's written is basically as long as i'm not a representative of the school i can do whatever i want meaning basically it's almost like if i don't make it mandatory you're pretty much good to go you know and i don't go in there as the head boys basketball coach at mountain view high school i'm just having an open gym where kids can come anybody can come okay. the gym's open you want to come play and that stuff okay um there's and no then, limit on instruction or anything like there's that. There's no limit on instruction. Okay, good. So, and then give me give me a synopsis of what you would do in a week, and then I'll tell you some things. I've I've had a couple coaches I've talked to in the rural that I think can help. But so, give me a little synopsis of what you would do during the week. Like with let's say these so, five or six come in, we'll talk about trying to get more of them in in a second. But what do you do with those five or six? Those five or six, we'll usually we'll usually start with ball handling. We'll do about ten to fifteen minutes of ball handling, and then usually from ball handling we go right into passing. Okay, um, and we'll do we'll do some just some we'll really I, I really broke it down and you know get them it's like fourth and fifth grade stuff like you get them across from each other and we're doing uh we'll start with chest passes we'll okay. go bounce passes yep. and then you add, yep. you know add in the second okay. ball and that stuff okay um and then from there we i really broke it down and we did a lot of stuff uh we'll go like on uh like finishing right hand left hand layups like i said i break it down i'd have them start one step away from the basket and just take a step and then go shoot it and then gradually back them out 
where they get more comfortable doing that. And then we would probably, you know, we would do just like some shooting drills and stuff like that. And, and how are um, they on those? I mean, how, how are those five or six? Are they able to do all this stuff effectively? Four of them can. Yeah. The, 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 there's, there's at least two that are, they're behind, I guess, you know, they, they can, they can do it, but it, it doesn't look pretty. <laughs> okay. And how many of those six play for you? Like, uh, so probably the four that were there, uh, actually got minutes this year. Two of them started. Two and then what started. about the other three starters? Where were the other three starters? Soccer. Okay. They, they don't, they don't, they, they, so the other three starters were all in on soccer. I think two of them are definitely playing division three soccer. Okay. Um, and then the other one, uh, he's still unsure about, but they, they would do, they do like soccer all summer long. All Soccer's right. huge up, up at the school, man. So, um, so what, and, and the, how did the season go? What were, what were the strengths and the weaknesses as far as your season? So why did you not think it went well? I just didn't see a lot of that stuff we did kind of kind of translate um as well as i thought with those kids i mean we we would do and then we, we would even do like um i thought we were weak with the basketball a lot the year before so we did a lot of like pressure um dribbling or you know protecting the ball and stuff like that and we would still just get it ripped okay um so is, is, so what's your biggest issue not being able to score getting turning the ball over not rebound not being able to not being able to score, we we only averaged about forty three points a game last year. Okay, and are they, do they are they able to get shots? Yeah, but th- there's a reason they do because the other teams leave them open. <laughs> okay, so here's my here's here's my thought. With, with so you can't so living in I live in a I live in a metropolitan area of about four hundred thousand. Right. So we can get competition. I can get competition for my sixteen year old whenever I need it. Yeah. We have that plus. I realize that. I've talked to several coaches who don't have that who live in uh, you know up you know like um on golden pond kind of is northern wisconsin and minnesota it's you know okay. like upstate yeah. new hampshire it's crazy there's nobody they have to be able to figure out how to develop their kids if they're not playing like AAU. so i think you should you should you should work on two skills you shouldn't worry about passing you shouldn't worry about you should you should make them shooters and ball handlers and i would i would track the shooting like no tomorrow because if you could make four of those guys shooters shooting can make up for a lot of ill um if you right. the ball in the hole and then you, if you're if the boys that aren't coming know that hey we're just coming in for an hour and we're gonna shoot do you, do you have a gun or a machine or anything like that we don't we okay. don't i'm trying to i'm trying to get one this this year but uh it's tough going because i just talked to school into buying us new uniforms last year so. yeah they're and they're expensive so, like i bought i yeah. we just bought a dr dish that actually has all the stuff on the phone it's crazy and it tracks it so you can track the makes and the misses and the workouts and they have like all these pre-grown workouts and everything's run through the phone so we just got it two weeks ago okay. we've had an old gun that's like 10 years old um right. but anyway so the, the only reason i like that thing it's like it's no different than your friends rebounding for you but it's like a, it's right. like it, it makes them feel it's like their generation with the phone and the, i don't know. so i would do something where you like i don't i mean you can't make it mandatory but let's come in and let's see who can make 10,000 shots kind of thing. Right, um, yeah. You know, something where you, it's like, you know, and then maybe you could get the soccer guys come in and say, hey, we're going to go shoot for 30 minutes and then we're going to play for 20 minutes. Everybody likes mm-hmm. to play. Um, yeah. You know, no one wants to come into a hot gym in July and do passing drills or, you know, do, <laughs> right. I mean, they, don't, they just don't, they just don't want to do it. Yeah. So I think what you have to do is if you're, if you can't get competition to increase your level, then you have to increase the level on some of the skill. And that's why I asked the question about 
about what skills you need to work on. You know, I, you know, passing is obviously very important and all that stuff attacking the rim is important. I'd work on shooting. And I, like I said, I work on shooting and because I think that can get you out of most situations. The dribbling yeah. can get you out of maybe some of the, the getting the ball stolen. You know, there's other things about pivoting and breaking and all that stuff, but I think yeah. that can do it. And I think, and I, you know, I think the shooting can definitely take it. You know, I'd, I'd make sure that each kid shot a thousand threes because all of a sudden you make 10 threes in a game and the you know, if you're only averaging 40 something and you make 10 threes, there's, yeah. you know, there's 30 right there. So, you know, that's where you might want to think, what do you run offensively? I ran a, well, I ran two different, uh, two different five out motions. So I ran basically what Bob Huggins runs at West Virginia. Okay. Yep. Um, just the open post. And yep. then I ran, uh, the five out you, you've probably seen, it's just a, a side ball screen, um, continuous motion. It's, it's, it's came from Europe. You you probably know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 but, the, but if you can pop on that, you know, I wouldn't, you know, are they, were, did you, did you score attacking the rim or did you score off kick? More attacking the rim. So they're, 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 they have an ability to attack the rim. So now all of a sudden when they get stopped, if you can pop it out and hit a three, I think that might help. So when did you do the shoot around? I, was, I usually do though. Um, or the workout. Yeah, it was usually Tuesday and Tuesday, Thursday night. Okay. And, um, and did you talk to the kids that had had conflicts figure out when they could come yeah yeah i did and they would like it, it's it's crazy they would tell me they'll be there and then just not no nah, I, I won't hear from from well they're gone now but i didn't hear from them for months right what about the yeah, november kids? november 17th so is that going to happen with, so is that going to happen with the younger kids coming up let's talk if they're gone let's not worry about them then. yeah what about no, the yeah the, so the group the group i have coming up basically it was there's there's six of them that are, are, are pretty committed. They're sophomores now. Okay. Um, and I, I, I talked them into playing AAU in the spring, um, which took a lot of convincing. And uh, and they'll be around. We start summer league in two weeks. So here's so – this is the other problem. Before I got there, the youth program was was basically in shambles. The, the coach that was there, uh, it was basically like he was the only guy that wanted to do it. Right. Um, and he wasn't very uh, – people in the community didn't really like him, so kids – Kids weren't playing because of him, and parents weren't letting their kids play because of him. Okay. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So, so, the, so long story short, I have one kid as a freshman that I think can ever see varsity minutes. And then so my, my eighth graders right now, there's another only one kid that I think can ever see varsity minutes. And what are the other so kids this, doing? After the, they just, there was, so they just weren't playing. So there was uh, the year that I got there, there was seven kids between seventh and eighth grade. Okay. And so what do you, what, let's talk yeah. about youth programs. So let's talk long-term. We'll talk marathon now, right? Yeah. Cause I think that can be your short, you, you basically got to convince. So this is similar to like 20 plus years ago when I took over the Memorial program, I was the only Apple. <laughs> um had had six winning seasons in thir in like 35 years 40 years i mean now we've yeah. had like a couple nba guys it's crazy it's it, it, you know i i had to weather the storm for five or six years so the youth program could kind of come um and build right. itself so you got to get and how many schools are in your district just one it's just uh, we just have a high school and a middle school it's right across elementary school it's right across the street okay so so you i would get it's out to small the trees yeah i would get to the elementaries i'd get to the middles i want to run free clinics i want to do fun stuff you know give them yeah. 
shirt, you know, have your varsity guys come and run like a Saturday morning program where you get them all. You got to get kids excited about basketball. I mean, it's, and then once they get excited, trust me, the moms and dads will pop out of the woodwork because they want their kids. I mean, if their kids like chess, they'll, they'll take them to a chess club. You know, it's like, (laughs) you got to convince them that they want to be basketball. Right. So that's like, you know, you know, I would even run a summer camp and not even charge, just get them in the gym, get them excited, get a t-shirt, give them like candy, Mm -hmm. give them Gatorade, whatever it takes. Cause you just got to get excited. And then um, you got to find somebody you trust that can help run your youth program. So you don't have to necessarily do it and say, Hey, let's come up with a plan of what we can do, you know? And then eventually you maybe can become, you know, a nonprofit and all that kind of stuff. But if you're tiny at this point, it's like, all right, let's figure out what we can do to get kids excited to play basketball. I, I don't know. I think that's, right, yeah. I think that's really important Uh-oh. moving forward because you got to think maybe I got to go find some seventh grade or sixth grade. Yeah, well, so I'm not in the school. I don't teach in the school. Okay. Um, I work, I work, you know, I work in a, a private company, but um, I got the gym teacher to take over the seventh and eighth grade program for me. So okay. I had a guy in the school and he was a bar, he coached varsity at Mountain Dew back in the 90s. Um, I trust him and, and we doubled our numbers. This past year, we had 14 kids. That's awesome. Uh, between 7th and 8th grade. Yeah, it's just, just, okay. by, just by getting him in there. The younger uh, program, you know, there's there's a lot of kids in it. There's probably 50 or 60 kids in there. Right. Um, it's just, it was, in the past, I think, I, after that, that ends at usually sixth grade, and then after that, I don't know. Those kids would just would just I don't know where they would go. They would just get lost and, and not end up playing and stuff. Right. And I don't know if it was due to that coach or if they just you know I, I don't know. So that's where you got to try to make you got to sure make make sure maybe that maybe the year between sixth and seventh you do, you you pigeon that whole that year and say you know we're gonna do three on three tournament or we're gonna do right. you know, something where you can pigeonhole those kids to get I mean yeah I mean like like I always think about it, it's like we have four winter sports we have swimming we have wrestling we have um, hockey and we have basketball in our school well if I don't get my claws on them by the time they're you know they put skates on or they get in the pool or they go to the wrestling then I'm gonna lose so I gotta try to get them as soon as I can and you know, maybe they're doing those other things. You know, I can't make a, a kid that's played hockey since eighth grade, a basketball player in three years, Right. you know, in our program, I can't do it. So I got to try to get as soon as I can down there to get them. But I think, I, I, so I think there's two takeaways from this. I think you got to figure out something for the kids that are coming back to improve a limited skill set. I think you got to, you know, uh-huh. shave off that, that workload, say we're going to become, and whatever it is that you want to do, I don't know, maybe we want to be great. Yeah screening team, whatever we, or we want to be able to, maybe we only want to work on attacking the rim in our offense. I don't know, but I think you got to narrow that down to maybe two things. And we're, those are the two things we're going to work on. And then if you think you have kids that are bought in at sixth grade, I would say, Hey, or that are going to be, they're going to be sophomores or are going to be juniors. They they're going to be juniors. They're going to be juniors. So I would, I would ride that horse, man, and say, Hey, let's go. We're going to do this guys. You know, maybe we got to come in in the morning and maybe we can get a couple more. If we come in in the morning, we'll come in and you'll have the whole day. We'll come in from six to seven. Or what do you guys want to do? When's the best time for you so we can get everybody? Right. Um, and you know, uh, maybe you do it three days a week if you if you can get more of them coming in. Um, then you can definitely yeah, usually start. usually we'll start we'll start two days a week between like May and May June and July, and then once August, I usually go like a weekend, like a Saturday morning, right, just to get a third day in there. So they get busy, um, yeah. and then just keep just keep increasing it as the as the season gets closer. So yeah, so I think that's the first thing with your guys 
um, you know, kind of sit down and think about what you want to do. And then I think the youth part is, I think that's great. If you took, if you feel like the seventh and eighth grade thing is kind of thick, then I would figure out, you know, you got to think, all right, if you're thinking, I want this job for a while, I got to go down and think about the elementary kids. I got to think about, all right, how can I keep them engaged? Um, All boys at our games or youth night at our games or, you know, whatever it is. I just got to try to keep them engaged or so they see me, they see our boys, they become engaged with it. So, uh, so the other, the other kind of things I had was, uh, the past two years I played, I played pretty slow. I was thinking about this year because I have those, those two B juniors and they're all athletic. I don't really yep. have a, a true big guy. I was thinking about playing fast, a lot faster this year and getting yep. up and down and, and oh my putting God. in the primary and secondary break. Oh my God. If you're so, so I would tell them, this is why we're going to get in the gym this summer because we're going to go and you know what if we get in the gym this summer and we're on the break and you have an open three kind of thing yeah you have to sell to them to why do we want to pay the price because you are right yeah i mean and then if john shoots that and i'm running down the break and he shoots that well it's gonna be a long rebound i can get the offensive rebound too so teams are just that's an easy sell trust me i mean that's the like you got to sit them in a room and say hey we were pretty slow i believe in you guys here's what we can do and if we want to do this we got to get in the gym and we got to take you know ten thousand shots and we got to go at them and then right. we, we could talk about pressure and you could maybe you know all of a sudden put some pressure on them do some running jumps and i said this is gonna be fun have you been watching the nba playoffs yeah we're gonna play you know we're gonna be houston let's go but we're not gonna yeah. play, we're not gonna be Houston if you guys don't commit yeah, um, in the gym yeah yeah and i think that that you are like literally selling a you know a new jaguar to them it's not a hard sell trust me. <laughs> they're gonna want it yeah i mean we, we last year we played we played we got progressively faster from the first year to this past year but we i pressed a lot last year i didn't necessarily run a lot offensively unless we got a turnover but we pressed almost the entire game and the reason we did it so th- i always say this about our it's all small rural schools and each team has one player that's really good the team that usually has two guys that are really good usually wins the division right so the reason i pressed was and it's usually guards the reason i pressed was now i'm getting the ball out of his hands and making guys that don't normally shoot take quick shots and it works works there's a a reason they're open there's a reason you're open (laughs) right that's what i'm saying and that goes back to what i was saying at the beginning about being in a rural if you get three shooters you're gonna they're gonna think you're the you know Yeah, yeah it's going to be unbelievable. Like, you know, right. You increase five percentage points. All of a sudden it's like, we got to defend him, him and him. Right. That's the problem. Right. It's like, and all these guys should be like, man, I can be a score. I can, you know, you can help us put us on a, on the map and all. I mean, teenage boys are have, you can feed on their egos. Trust me. It's very, right. right. there's a lot of psychology with that. And uh, when you do it, it's like, they'll buy in. It's like this mob mentality. It's like, Oh, we get the go. And I, and, and on teach hoops, I have that here. I'll show you. I, I was pulling it up because I was showing it to somebody. This thing keeps track of all the shots I have my son do. So like today is the 20th. This is a generic one. So these are twos, these are threes, right. these are free throws. And it will keep track of it. Um, then it will put it up here and it's green because that's a good percentage. But oh, then wow. the next okay. day, yeah. the next day if he's two for seven, you know, and then, ooh, it's not as good. So the percentage oh, goes down. Okay. If it gets, and if it gets red, then it's bad. I just, it's just kind of yeah. that visual thing for him to see. And then what I do is <laughs> I find somebody that's got, that's got all those little golf, I buy those little golf pencils and I just have tons of them. Right. Lose them all the time and you just keep them there. And it's like, all right, because there's something, and then they can, when they get home, they can do this on whatever. But yeah. it's more about keeping track of it. Like I told you with the Dr. Dish, that my son's on he's like he's taking 2,000 shots in the last couple weeks but 
Mm. whatever he could have done that without the thing but i like that yeah. by the time season comes around i can say drew you took seventeen thousand shots shoot the ball you can shoot the ball <laughs> you know? it's, it's right. a mental thing it's like you've done these 27 math problems you can do this when they see that it's like and then there's a little bit of a competition because yeah. what i have them do is i have them do it in partners when they're doing it and then the partner fills out the other guy. So they okay, so, yeah. you know, you're shooting 20 shots. How many did I make? Eight. Out, and then he goes and fills it out. And then the other guy rebounds. And then they flip yeah, that way. Yeah. You know, they can keep track of each other's. They're kind of keeping each other accountable. I think it's a great thing. But something to keep yeah, track of. Into that, yeah. All right. I got to get about two minutes, coach. And we can do this again for sure. But the other, so this, this will be a quick one. Yep. Um, we lost last year in the, our district quarterfinal. And there was one point in the game where I thought I blew it for us. And I'll explain the scenario. I want to get your opinion on it. Okay. So we were, we were up three, 33-30 with 57 seconds left in the third quarter. My two, my two best guards both had three fouls. We were on defense. We got a, we, there was a, a ball went out of bounds, I think. We were, the clock was stopped. Um, so I pulled my two guards because I didn't want to pick up a stupid fourth, either one of them. And I'm thinking, worst case scenario, we go into the fourth quarter down one or tied. You know, there's 57 seconds left. Couple well, threes. we go into the fourth quarter down 37-33. So they scored seven straight points in the last minute. And I've been kicking myself about that okay. decision for, yeah. so, for three so months it never, now. It never, it never comes down to one thing. So it's the same thing I tell my players. Yeah. But what I would do, especially with three, if they both had four, I get it. I'd have pulled one. I would have pulled one of them, sat the other one, and then, oh, yeah. God, if that one gets one, then maybe I pull it and we slow the ball down or I even take a timeout at that point and say, hey, we're not shooting it again. Um, right. You know, three in the third isn't – it's that weird spot, especially if you can go to a zone at that point. Do you play zone? I don't play – well, I have – I. I put it usually put in the amoeba the one one three yeah but we weren't great at it this past year yeah. so, so I, that's I, something I, we I should talk I'm about not a fan of zone. yeah so that's something we should talk about another time because <laughs> if you're playing man 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 and you go zone that will take a good twenty seconds for them to figure out what you're doing yeah that's true <laughs> and yeah. reset your yeah. stuff and all that so that's why I always think it's good even if you're a man team have a zone in you know I've yeah. done it more than once we've played man literally for all the entire game there's two minutes left and we're up six I'll go to a zone. Just because just the, the adjustment period for high school kids is so slow. Um, right. That, you know, they got to play some defense too, coach. Come on. That's, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, we kind of got out of sorts. We, we took a bad shot. Well, and that's, and, that, and that's something we'll, we'll talk about again at, at, at a later point, but that's where situational stuff is really important in practice. Right. Yeah. So I, you know, that's I, early in my career, I didn't spend as much on time on situations and I got a, like a, a stack of note cards about two inches tall that I've made over and I just write down situations. This one will probably get on a note card now. And then we'll, right. my assistant just grabs three of them and we do one. So it's my yeah. practice and their practice. But that's a, yeah, right. that's a good, that was not on you. All right. <laughs> we'll talk again, coach. Um, and we'll do some zone stuff. I'm going to get you doing like a three, two, okay. especially if you're tiny. All right, coach. Okay, yeah, talk yeah. to you soon. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying this. If you are, maybe go over and check out Coach Collins' other podcasts, Teacher Sidekick and High School Hoops. Um, subscribe, like, leave a five-star review. Maybe. And then uh, also you can go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.